0: It looks like we're not going to skip a week because we are ready to record. Um, This is our episode about Thanksgiving in a tiny kitchen, and we have a special guest today, (laughs) my brother Dylan, who is here from Phoenix.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Dylan has been with us for
1: four Four or five. Yeah. I don't remember if I came freshman year of college.
0: Yeah, he's been with us for many Thanksgiving, suffering the Thanksgiving in the tiny kitchen as someone who is not from tiny kitchen land. Very true. Um, so he will be offering an alternate perspective from ours on this one.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, to start, I guess we should talk about what our kitchen looks like mm. since we keep promising to like measure our apartment but then don't. Um, I think we got pretty lucky because... People who are renovating up here right now are often doing the, like, kitchen, in air quotes, as just, like, one wall of the living room. Mm -hmm. So you'll just be, like, sitting in one room and there will be, like, some cabinets on the wall. So
1: basically, like, a stereotypical studio. Yeah. Where your bedroom, living room, and kitchen are all in the same room.
0: Yeah. Often there will be, like, a tiny bedroom somewhere else, but, like, the kitchen will just be, like, hanging out there. And... We definitely looked at an apartment like that and almost moved into one. Mm. But then we saw this apartment, which had the kitchen in a separate room, and we felt like we like really got a deal in that situation. But still, like everything for the kitchen is on one wall. So they're like cabinets, but like the fridge and the stove and the sink are all in that one line. Mm-hmm. I think the benefit of having it be in a separate room is then you... Th- then have, like, the walls on the other side, which is helpful because, like, our trash cans are over there. And we have, um, like, a rolling island that we put on the opposite <laughs> wall. Um, Dylan is laughing because he thinks it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it makes sense. Um But until I came to Thanksgiving with you, I've never seen a rolling island before.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're very popular. Some people have them, like, as actual islands in their kitchen so that they can move them around, or, like, if their kitchen didn't have an island for some reason. But ours just kind of serves as, like, a separate counter cabinet space. And the reason we need it to be on wheels is because there's only one outlet in the kitchen, and it's over the sink. And, like, if we... We're going to plug the microwave into that outlet all the time. It would be on the same countertop as the drying rack and the Keurig, and it just like wouldn't be a good scene. So we have our microwave on this rolling island, and then when we want to use it, we like roll it over to the sink to plug it in.
2: Yeah, we can't use the Keurig and the microwave at the same time, or else it'll blow our circuit anyway, so it just makes sense to keep it far away.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that was a problem. <laughs> it's, it's a problem. <laughs>
0: Um, and you blew the circuit one time when you were by yourself and the fridge shut off and it was like kind of a situation for a minute
1: yeah are your breakers like, in here or does your landlord have to flip
2: them yeah. the
0: breakers are in here yeah but
2: they weren't labeled at the time so it took me a few minutes now I've labeled them with Sharpie so that if it ever happens I know what's up but yeah I was like uh this one uh nope uh this one uh <laughs> damn it the fridge still isn't on uh, this one. <laughs> and we have like yeah I mean fridge shit meat and like I think My kefir, which is very important. Maybe I'll even get to do an episode on it at some point. Uh, Yeah, it was a pretty high-pressure situation. I also was, like, on my way out. uh, So that screwed up whatever time frame I was trying to keep at the moment. It was was high-pressure.
0: But we survived that, luckily.
2: There were only four of them, so I really am over-dramatizing it.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah, we do Thanksgiving in this kitchen every year. I don't know why we started this, mostly because we didn't want to go home for Thanksgiving, because it's like a short holiday, and I don't like flying across the country for less than a week because I get V-jet lagged, and it's like really terrible.
1: So she just makes me do it?
0: Well, to be fair, you were living in Indiana for most of the time that you were coming here, and it was like better for you to come here from Indiana than to go home. Yeah, you should not go to Indiana. And now it's just like cool to come here, so you do fly across the country. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you never sleep, so it doesn't even matter. I don't need (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we started. Donnie and I did one by ourselves, where we did like a very low key. I think we bought like some turkey breasts. Oh yeah. um, Yeah, When I was living in the heights, and then you came to our first one when i was living in crown heights in brooklyn
1: yeah.
0: With Ed, right oh yeah my was friend Ed the first Ed one? came
1: i has been to a couple, but I don't remember him being there in the first one.
0: Yeah, he was there. Because, actually, when I lived in Crown Heights, we had, like, kind of a normal-sized kitchen. Yeah, I was like a normal-sized apartment in Crown Heights, where, That's like, true. there were
1: living areas. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> we did live in, like, a very large apartment in Crown Heights with, like, windows and shit. It was really crazy. Um, multiple outlets. Yeah, multiple outlets. The porch. The porch is pretty nice. It did have a porch. It, it also nice. had a dedicated space in the cabinet for the microwave if Mm -hmm. you remember so the microwave didn't even have to be on the counter it like yeah it had like a built-in cabinet space which was super weird so yeah we kind of started this tradition when it like made a little bit more sense i guess um or was a little bit more doable and then we transitioned it over here and we're just like already dedicated to it and we're just like going to make it work
2: yeah i mean yeah it was always a bit of a feat we're going to talk about food storage later but even when we had the full-size kitchen in ground heights you were dealing with storage around two other roommates food stuffs and kitchen stuffs that's true that was its own kind of stress on top of that we're like all right we're gonna put this turkey in here is that cool That was the year
0: I think I spilled like half the brine on Dylan. You did did do that. That was the
1: year that we put a hole in the pan for the turkey. (laughs) And he just like dumped all of it on me.
0: We'll talk about the turkey pan in a while as well because I feel like that was like our big change this year. Um, But the way we kind of manage the process every year is like... I don't know what your kitchen was like growing up, but Dylan and I grew up in kitchens with like the stacked double ovens. Mm -hmm. And that was like a really strong mom vibe of being like, I need my double ovens to like cook Thanksgiving. Um, And yeah, here we have one oven and four stove burners. And the oven has like two racks and the turkey takes up like one and a half. Um, So (laughs) it's mostly just like a game of Tetris. And what we do every year is have, like, a literal typed-up plan of what's getting cooked when, in which pan, at what temperature, for how long. Um, And we kind of try to, like, just make it work out so that everything that's supposed to be cooking at the same temperature is, like, doing so in the right order.
2: Yeah, uh... Nothing really to add to that. It's just how we have to do it. I feel like it's a little bit, it sounds neurotic, for sure. <laughs> uh, but it just makes the thing, the thing. It makes the whole like meal process, cooking process go smoother. I mean, it's just us. It's, it's like pretty chill. It's just been us. I would say the whole kitchen operation like time breakdown made a lot of sense last year. When we had your whole family and Jake. Jake. And Jake. <laughs> yeah, it was Jake. <laughs> uh, up here as well because we just had we were one we had a larger the largest turkey that we've ever turkey. that's true um and then we had all that food and so that made it kind of nice to have that schedule where we because we just had so much shit to turn out really uh i feel like this year was really pretty chill
0: i feel like this has been our most relaxed year for sure there was no like there was, like, downtime in the middle of it.
1: Oh, it's because nothing broke this year?
0: Oh, yeah, remember... We broke
1: the yam thing last year?
0: <laughs> yeah, it just, like, cracked just in the like
1: oven. It just, yeah, Which <laughs> was really devastating. I feel like sometimes... That was two years ago with the yam. Was that two years yeah. ago? Oh, I guess last year everybody was here, so nothing really happened. But, yeah, two years ago we broke the yam thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sometimes I feel like things you could never have predicted happen, and I don't know if that's because, like this oven is old or if just like that was not a particularly good pan. I missed that pan though. It was like a really good size for our oven. And now the one we have is a little too tall. Mm. Um yeah, that just like cracked right in half for no good reason. Very devastating.
1: Yeah.
0: I also I was gonna put our like outline for this year in our show notes, but then I realized I deleted it immediately after Thanksgiving. So either I will recreate it for the show notes or i'll just like let it go maybe no one's particularly it's interested like yeah well so this year when we went to make ours i realized that ours from last year was still there and i was like oh that's tedious i guess it doesn't really matter but i was just like why has this been hanging around for so long
2: the answer is um, fans Jordan.
0: that's true i i jumped the gun on that for sure I so apologize maybe
2: as a behalf of all of us here at apartment twenty six. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'll recreate it for the show notes. Yeah, and I think we also make as much ahead of time as we can. So, like, this year you made the rolls the day before, and Mm -hmm. we tend to make the cranberry sauce the day before because I like when the cranberry sauce is, like, cold in contrast to the rest of the food. And the shape of the container. Yeah, it does kind of, like, congeal a little bit. Um, We haven't used, like, canned cranberry sauce in a while, and I kind of miss that a little bit. I think it's, like, charming. You miss it, or no? I just mi- like I like that like, it comes Jordan, out of the can Jordan in that Lord shape. Really likes
1: the fact that it comes out can <laughs> Yeah, do? I think it's <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, we could put ours into a can.
0: Yeah, maybe we should start. Remember um, how mom used to have those like mold, like we bread molds? Yeah, yeah, but they weren't but Jello molds. molds. They were like, yeah, they were like um, really tall and long and made of metal. And she used to bake like bread in them so when you sliced up the bread it was like a star or like a heart wow yeah yeah
1: that was a thing
0: so we could do something like, like that like star right?
1: cranberries yeah uh-huh.
0: you don't like that that's a no well we'll talk about that later <laughs> I no suppose. From diet. <laughs> <laughs> point being we make some stuff on like wednesday so that it takes the pressure off a little bit especially because like we only have two pots so you can't have like a third pot situation mm-hmm. that needs to be happening at the same time
2: yeah true i make the pie crust way in advance
0: yeah so that we're not like trying to bang out two pies on thursday while also doing a bunch of other stuff
2: yeah madness.
0: donnie also like makes from scratch all of his like bread products so that's a little more time intensive than say if you were like doing crescent rolls or like a pillsbury pie crust
2: yeah true yeah i guess that's a good thing to know if you're using that kind of stuff then you might be able to get away with it
0: dayo The other thing we do is we shop the weekend before, because I really never want to be in a New York City grocery store, like, on the Wednesday or Thursday of Thanksgiving. Never done it. I never will do it. Like, I don't even like going to the grocery store on regular times. I can't even imagine what it would be like. So we do have a bit of a food storage situation, even though, like, all of the food in this fridge is our food, and we're not sharing it with roommates, basically, like all of the food is dedicated to Thanksgiving and then we just kind of like don't eat for the rest of the week until (laughs) (laughs) it's time. Um, This year we did like a 10 to 12 pound turkey, which was a new offering of our turkey people. It was like the smallest size they've ever offered. And usually we do their next smallest size, but that range is 13 to 15. And that difference is like really significant. We usually have like a lot of turkey going on Um, and so that saved us a little space in the fridge this time but we basically just stick shit wherever Um, like there were like potatoes on the counter this year and that's just what you have to do you know like it's basically like a no one is ever coming to photograph our apartment so like it's useless to live that way but definitely like most days it's not ready to be photographed they are just like potatoes on the counter and like that's what you have to do Mm -hmm. this year though going back to dylan's point about spilling all that turkey juice on him that one time (laughs) 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 like though in that scenario i was like carving the turkey and i just didn't realize that my knife had gone through the pan until like literally it was like all over (laughs) uh
1: So, basically, up until this year, we've been using the, the once-used turkey pans, the aluminum foil ones, um, just so that we could toss it at the end. But Jordan had the bright idea of buying a reusable turkey pan this year.
0: So, yeah, uh, going back to storage, like, we very rarely purchase things for our kitchen that are single-use. Um, like, we don't even have a food processor, honestly, because there's just kind of nowhere to put it, and if you don't cook with it every day you know, why are you storing it in a place where you have no storage? Um, And usually we get the ones that you can buy at the grocery store that are made out of aluminum foil. But we prefer the ones with um, like the metal wire that goes underneath. So it has like metal handles on the side. And then there are two wires crossing to give it a little bit of support. Because you'll also notice that it like bends every time you pick it up and becomes like a really precarious situation and the worst possible scenario really is like dropping the turkey after you've cooked it true um and we just couldn't find one this year they weren't at our grocery store they weren't at the grocery store like one grocery store down and we just like weren't going to comb the whole city for like this five dollar reusable pan And we've talked a few times over the course of the year about getting a roasting pan because Donnie also really likes to roast pork. And he has, like, this pork roasting scenario where he, like, uses our casserole dish and, like, some skewers to, like...
2: Yeah, it's pretty intense. (laughs) Um, So I have to set up the skewers on the casserole dish. And because it's the new casserole dish uh it's done uh, the one that broke had uh like straight sides these or this one rather has wavy sides
0: yeah it was so, like decorative i don't know why yeah. i purchased it i'm full of regret so the
2: will <laughs> only sit at like certain points of the wave <laughs> um so i think i really only get three to stay and then bounce a the pork shoulder on those three and then cook it uh
0: And if you, like, look at it, it falls down. It's just, like, not a good scenario. Yeah,
2: it's pretty precarious.
0: To have, like, very hot meat just balancing on three skewers in your oven. So, point being, we kind of reached a point where we knew we would use it because we have Thanksgiving every year and then Donnie makes his pork and it just seemed like a good choice. So we went to Target. I thought it was going to be, like, $60. I thought it was, like, like, I feel like, the ones our parents have are like nice and expensive for some reason so I thought we were gonna have to spend a lot of money and then we went into Target and it was $20 and we were like oh we should have this.
1: <laughs> Both of our parents use the throwaway ones. Really? Yeah nobody we know uses them. Kathy uses the the reusable ones when she does ham whatever other meat we have. Mm.
0: But. so yeah maybe i'm just like imagining this fake like really nice roasting pan just like in my mind you but yeah
2: invented this martha stewart aesthetic I, aesthetic in your head
0: i guess yeah mm. um this roasting pan was fine it was funny though that mom was like i don't know why you did that like yeah. immediately after i did it <laughs> i thought it, i thought it was a good move
2: yeah it actually was pretty nice not to have to fuck with anything i mean the ones that have the handles don't normally bend, but the couple of years where we did it with the ones that bent, was always just a pain in the ass. It felt like a circus act trying to get it out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this one, like, cradled the turkey very nicely in the rack.
2: I wish you could see the hand motion Jordan is currently doing. <laughs> um,
0: I have pics of this for the show notes, so I'll put it in, and I'll see if I can find it on Target.com and link it as well, if people... Yeah. I I thought it was nice, would recommend
2: uh, also, don't we have a food processor? We have a little uh, magic wand thing.
0: We do have that magic wand thing, but we've never been able to get the food processor attachment to work, remember? We always are, like, sitting there hitting the button, and then it, like, oh, yeah. stops spinning. Um, it's like an immersion blender that yeah, well, we have. the immersion
2: blender works well.
0: And the immersion blender That's is good. really nice, but it has a food processor attachment, and for some reason ours just doesn't, like, lock in correctly, so the blade always gets caught on shit. And, like, I'm pretty sure that food processors are aggravating no matter what. Mm. And that's kind of why we don't have one as well.
1: Aren't they basically just like blenders?
0: Yeah, but I feel like stuff, like, I think that they're supposed to be better at handling solid foods than blenders are. Like, blenders kind of need to be wet, you know? Hmm. We don't have a blender either. It's not like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah.
2: Magic bullet though.
0: We do have the Magic Bullet, which is... I actually have one of those, too. Nice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ours is kind of a piece of trash, but, like, it's very small, so it also fits in our tiny kitchen, and it does what it needs to do in terms of, like, making smoothies, which is why we have it. Yeah. But uh, also not great at handling solid foods. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nope.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't recommend as a food processor substitute, even though they're totes, like, on the infomercial all the time, being like, look at me shredding all this cheese. Have you ever seen the Magic Bullet infomercial?
1: I've never seen anybody food processed cheese. Yeah. You guys it's haven't seen a, this infomercial? It's usually like greens, isn't it? Don't you food process greens?
0: Or like nuts to make pesto and stuff and they're like pouring the you oil. You remember
1: mom's like hammer nut crusher thing? I that do. It's like mashed down and it like changes the direction that the blades are so that it sufficiently chops your almonds.
0: Wow. That was a Pampered Chef thing. That was back when Pampered Chef was really big. I don't know. That was my favorite part of cooking. Yeah, when you could like beat the nuts. Yeah we don't have one of those either we just have to cut our own nuts or sometimes we like put them in a plastic bag and we beat them with a rolling pin cool yeah um but that thing was cool also the nut grinder that she had i don't know if you remember that i remember the
1: apple core
0: Mm, yeah see when you live in suburbia you can have like all the shit that only does one thing like that thing that cored apples and like took up so much cabinet space
1: but it was awesome
0: <laughs> and like we didn't even core apples that often
1: <laughs> it was only for the apple pie
0: <laughs> yeah like literally twice a year and we just <laughs> had this whole thing that like because she is a suburban kitchen so you can just like have anything you want essentially hmm. um, i wonder if they still serve or sell those
1: i don't think so because we yeah. broke
0: it and we never got another one so i don't think they sell them still. So. bummer so yeah that's that's what we do um the other thing is that obviously we don't have a dishwasher, mm-hmm. so we try to be really on top of like handling the dish situation as it's happening, because otherwise, a, I think we would just run out of dishes. Essentially, we did that a couple times. Yeah, and then the uh, like also if we didn't do any dishes, the whole kitchen would just be full of dishes, and you wouldn't be able to like do anything else in there. So as we finish using things, like there's basically just one person whose job it is to stand there and wash dishes and then like dry dishes because we also just have a drying rack. <laughs> so we have to speed the process up a little bit. So yeah. Did anyone want to add anything about perhaps like why we do Thanksgiving in a tiny kitchen or no, no one has any thoughts about mm-hmm. this. It's just me by myself. oh the other thing um so also i'll post a pic of this in the show notes um that picture also tote staged like did like a really nice pic before Mm. we started cooking of what the table was going to look like um and then took all of that stuff away because we eat at our coffee table and so there's no room for like nice things on the coffee table because everyone has to be eating off of it and like sitting on the floor or eating over their lap um but that's just, like, our everyday thing, too. Like, clearly, we don't have a dining table, so we're just always eating at this coffee table. Which was a little bit stressful last year when there were seven people here. That was a bit of a move, for yeah. sure. And we had to bring in, like, auxiliary seating. Bring the bench. We brought in the bench. Which worked out really nicely, I thought. Yeah,
2: that was good.
0: Um, that's so the
2: a, yoga ball at the time, right?
0: Yeah. So, you were? I think you sat on the yoga ball.
2: Yeah. And then we had the chair. Yeah, like it worked out. We... Because the chair was... I'm pointing, but you can't see. (laughs) But the the chair was on like the leftmost end. And we had our couch. And we put the bench on the rightmost side of the table. It's a rectangular table, if you've seen other pictures from the show notes. And then... I forget where I had the yoga ball. And then we have our leather chair on like the front. Maybe the yoga ball... Maybe the chair was pushed over. And the yoga ball was...
0: I think the living room was the other way then.
2: Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. There was, like, more space for that sort of thing. Everything I
2: said was wrong. Except about the chair being at the leftmost end. That was right.
0: Yeah. We could maybe take a picture of the chair for the show notes. My mom was kind of mad we haven't taken a picture of it yet because I pulled it out of the trash and then she made it nice. Mm -hmm. Um, You could
2: set it up in situ to show what it was like last year. Cool. Probably good against the gray for that painting. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah that was a little that was probably the hardest we've gone that was hard we went pretty hard 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 hard. we went pretty hard on like the appetizer situation and we always try to get some snacks to pick at while we cook rather than do a big lunch um, I remember that year we really like went in on it then we tried to make sangria and we made a whole bunch of other stuff too there's always a drinks menu involved, which I find myself in charge of most of the time. So yeah, last year, did we do a red and white sangria? I don't remember. No, I think we, we only just, did
0: white sangria.
2: Yeah, with like the apple cider, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there was cold brew, which we did again this year. Uh, I like that for a lot of reasons. Thinking back to the dish situation, not only is cold brew delicious, but then uh, it like makes things a little more manageable dish-wise, because we use a Keurig with reusable cups, so we're not just like having these little reusable cups, which in our normal lives, we sometimes knock over onto the floor, but in the hecticness of Thanksgiving, we would 100% knock over onto the floor. Uh, So cold brew just controls that a little bit, and people can just reuse their cups and whatnot. Uh, Did apple cider this year. Beer. Last year, we had beer and wine. We had just like a lot going on. Uh, I mean, necessarily so. I mean, I think people who host Thanksgiving with like all their in-laws and their in-laws in laws and like their cousins and pet monkeys and whatever else people have <laughs> coming have like crazy menus arranged right like these people having like 17 person Thanksgiving necessarily have to have like drinks for everyone and food that everyone can eat and yada yada and it was like I mean I think it was like a fun challenge I like hosting just personally like I always like having people in the space and doing things with people in the space, so to me it was a fun challenge. But it was definitely a challenge to seven people, and trying to balance and make sure people got what they want, got what they needed, that everyone had space to sit, everyone had space to feel like included. Not so much in the cooking process, but that like even though we have a small table in a small space, it's like they were welcome in the space and they weren't just like in the way, you know.
0: Maybe that's why this year felt easier, just because it wasn't last year yeah there were only four of us
2: yeah and even then alex uh a friend of mine came in he was flying into the city just for a one night uh thing he had a show he wanted to see he's like a theater person yeah uh so he wasn't even here for like the cooking or the appetite he just came for the dinner itself uh, which turned out to be kind of nice because then he could stay and not be like, I don't know, like, I don't think our kitchen would fit four people, right? That was also part of the hectic- hecticness, excuse me, <clears throat> of last year was, like, it was almost to a degree, like, one of us had to be the entertainer and the other one had to actually cook because, you, I mean, we couldn't fit four people. Like, if Alex was here for the cooking, it would have been a different vibe. Yeah. You know? Um, and then last year, like, had to make sure, like, people were chilling and people were feeling good and then also being in the kitchen because we couldn't fit all seven people in the space. And I think, you know, when you see the idyllic Thanksgiving photos or people's even just normal Instagram photos, it seems like whole families are in these kitchens with islands that aren't on wheels. And so there's like, (laughs) (laughs) there's this like communal cooking aspect to Thanksgiving, which I think we have and we definitely have with you, Dylan, like you've always helped us cook. Um, But in terms of getting an entire seven person side of the family involved in our cooking process, it just isn't realistic
0: that's something people are always saying on renovation shows too when they're like redoing their kitchen they're like and then we're gonna knock the wall down so that like we can entertain and we can be cooking in here and people can be out there and we can just all see each other like we can't see each other i'm pretty sure there's like gas plumbing shit in that wall so that wall has to be there and like that's just how it is um so there are definitely drawbacks too to having the separate kitchen but like i think The other thing I just realized that we do is, like, sometimes if it gets crazy in the kitchen, I'll just, like, come sit out here at the table. And, like, (laughs) I was, like, cutting potatoes at the table because there was, like, nowhere to do it in the kitchen. And just, like, when you have a tiny space, all space is space for whatever you want it to be. It's not like, Mm. oh, I have to cut these potatoes in the kitchen at my island because, lol, that's not real. (laughs) So, yeah, you just, like, do what you have to do with the space provided, and it's just, like, a little more fluid.
2: Yeah, and I don't necessarily think, like, it's good, like, nothing's good or bad, but thinking makes it so, right? And, uh, it's just, like, a sacrifice to make in that space, right? Like, if you decide to do this, you have to be willing to the kitchen really just be the kitchen, like, it's not the kitchen hangout space. So, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, like, a pretty utilitarian space, especially in these kind of settings, you know, like... We can hang out in the kitchen sometimes, you know, we do just post up and chill in the kitchen in the mornings, depending, like, if we're cooking a big breakfast, we'll stand in the kitchen and drink coffee together and whatnot.
0: I would do that more if we had a kitchen stool. Yeah,
2: different episode. (laughs) Um, But in situations like this, you know, you just have to have the understanding that the, the desire you have for space, or, like, you, I mean me, like, my desire for space, I have to understand... Balances with, like, this fact that the space has a more utilitarian purpose. And really, like you said, the whole space does. But I wonder, like, what would cutting potatoes be like if people were out here sitting and just trying to chill and eat cheese and crackers, right? Like, I mean, we
1: maybe would have still had to come out with the potatoes. Crash card. Would be like all the people who come to our Thanksgiving we know well enough to cut potatoes in front of. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think it goes back to the idea of, like, no one would want to come photograph us making Thanksgiving here. <laughs> it's, like, not a Martha Stewart situation at all. And, yeah, it's really just about, like, having people here who we're, like, gonna cut potatoes in front of or be like, please move out of that chair because I need to walk over there. Like, whatever. You know? Like sure. It's people who you're going to be all up on because, like, that's what the situation is. Are we actually
2: send out surveys uh, before people come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Compatibility surveys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and personality tests after you take the survey. So, yeah. Very high bar.
0: Um, something that isn't Thanksgiving-focused specifically, but that did happen in our kitchen recently that I think has been pretty useful to this process is that we went and reorganized all our cabinets. And I also vacuumed all the cabinets at that point because unlike um, like... Dylan's apartment. Someone else lived in this apartment before us, um, so. Was your
1: super not clean your apartments in between?
0: We didn't really like. No, the answer is no. <laughs> <That's gross. laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> and we just like never did anything about it because we put all the stuff in the cabinets the day we moved in, mm. and I think what happens in rented spaces is like you do that, you move in, and you put all of your stuff away, and then like by the time you realize you didn't put it in the most useful space, you're going to move again. So it's like not really worth your time, but the longer we've been here, the more we were like realized that this the place we put stuff on day one was not like where it was serving us. And we had gotten more stuff since then and just like stuff was everywhere. So I put all the kitchen things in the living room and then we like (laughs) reorganized and put them back in the cabinets. And I think that worked really well and, made it smoother for thanksgiving too that like all of the stuff was kind of where it made more sense to be
2: yeah yeah i don't have a else to add about that i still get a little lost occasionally uh still re- <laughs> refiguring it uh refiguring it out figuring it out i don't know whatever we'll do a fact check on that uh, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely better it's one of those things where there's a new system and you have to get used to the new system but you acknowledge that it is a better system
0: like, yeah. we used to have the um, immersion blender in, like, our most high-traffic cabinet, and we really don't immersion blend that often. And so just by, like, moving that to a cabinet we don't really go into that often, we've freed up so much space for, like, our mixing bowl, mm-hmm. which it does need to be in the accessible cabinet, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense.
0: Also, something I realized, like, a really good buy we made that I never really think about anymore... Um, but I thought about because I just saw it on a BuzzFeed list and I was like oh man I did like buying those things that's right it was those drawer dividers we have
1: Do drawer dividers confuse me because I didn't put the drawer dividers in so I'll like try to put your dishes away and be like I don't know what this space is for because <laughs> they're not like labeled it's just like empty space and I'm like I guess this thing fits in this area
0: we have those um rather than having like a we do have a like utensil holder for our flatware that just has like the little boxes for like forks and knives and whatever but then we got these silicone drawer dividers that have um movable separators so that you can set up the drawer specifically like to hold things in place and it was really useful because um before stuff was just like floating around in there and especially we have like a sharps drawer where all of the sharp things go and that drawer was like a very precarious drawer for a while where like all the knives would move when you closed it um so putting the drawer dividers in there and like setting them up to actually hold the stuff in place makes them like a little less precarious but to dylan's point yes if you like move many of those things at once it becomes less obvious what each hole is for and then stuff doesn't like it's like a puzzle so stuff doesn't fit together as nicely you probably messed it up. I probably did. Well, I kind of
1: just like put things away and then close the drawer. <laughs> so you're going to like open your sharps drawer and there's going to be like a can opener in it or something.
0: Nice. I think actually the can opener does go in the sharps drawer because oh, while, perfect. while not actually <laughs> sharp, it just like... Qualifies. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's Thanksgiving in a tiny kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Hope everybody had a great holiday. Thanks Dylan for coming to be the first guest on the podcast. Thanks Dylan. Woo.